Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. I want to thank you for joining us as we take a look at the book. In the next couple of moments, we're going to think about Babylon, biblical Babylon, which is modern-day Iraq. But Babylon has been in existence now for 4,500 years. Let me think that through with you in just a moment. By the way, I am going to present this, and it is from a five-hour series, a audio series, by the way, entitled The Babylon Factor. We deal with the situation that's going on in the Middle East and why the United States military is there. This is very important for you to understand in the times in which we're living. So if you would like to have your copy of The Babylon Factor, if you'll stay tuned after we have our study, I'll give you the information that will assist you in making your order. But right now, let's think about Babylon down through history. But let's go a couple of more years to 323 B.C. There's a man named Alexander the Great. This is from secular history, not the Word of God. But uh, from secular history, we have this information. Alexander the Great, at 32 years of age, has conquered the known world. He is the head of the Grecian Empire. And he is in the city of Babylon, refurbishing that city. And there he dies of syphilis as a drunkard. And his kingdom, as prophesied 200 years before it happened by Daniel, is divided into four parts, north, south, east, and west. Babylon is still alive and well. You remember on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2? On the day of Pentecost, it says in verse 5, there were Jews from every nation of the world. They were gathered because... Pentecost was a pilgrim feast. There are three of the seven feasts that are pilgrim feasts, meaning the Jews from any place in the world have to go to Jerusalem to visit the temple during that feast time. The first one was Pesach or Passover. The second one was Pentecost. And the third one was Tabernacles. This is Pentecost. Jews from all over the world have gathered in Jerusalem. It's the day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit comes down. And they didn't speak in unknown tongues. That is never found any place in the Bible. There's no such thing as unknown tongues. You study chapter 2. They spoke in languages of the people who were gathered there. And they named the languages. And they said they spoke the languages those dwelling in Mesopotamia, the land of Shinar, Babylon. Babylonians were represented on the day of Pentecost, Acts chapter 2. Go over to 1 Peter chapter 5 just a second. 1 Peter chapter 5. Peter, he's on the Mount of Olives with Jesus Christ. Jesus says, wait here for the power, and then I want you to start in Jerusalem, go to Judea and Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth, and I want you to preach the gospel. Peter does that. He stands up and preaches in Jerusalem. He goes down to Judea. He goes to Samaria. Well, he actually didn't do the preaching in Samaria. It was Philip who did the preaching up there, but he went up to make certain everything was all right. He preaches in Judea. He goes out to the uttermost parts of the earth, and guess where he goes to? Babylon. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 13. The church that is at Babylon, elect together with you, saluteth you. All the saints in Babylon. You see, this is just after Jesus Christ. Oh, maybe it's probably about 20 years later, around 60 AD. Peter is in Babylon. He had been preaching the gospel. He had a ministry to the Jews. Paul would be to the Gentiles, Peter to the Jews. 
and he goes to Babylon. At that time, Babylon was the second most populated Jewish city in the world. Jerusalem was number one. Babylon was number two. Maybe your footnote in your Bible says, actually, this is not Babylon. It's a cryptic name for Rome. Now, you know, I have a difficult time believing that. I studied a lot about Peter. You know why I've studied so much about Peter? I got an empathy with Peter. I mean, I think he and I are a lot alike, always opening our mouths before we put our minds in gear and saying something. Peter never was afraid to say what he meant, was he? He never talked cryptically. In fact, I've got evidence to prove that Peter never went to Rome. And he's not buried in Rome. Boy, that knock a hole in some theology, won't it? He's in Babylon. I take the word of God literally. They're not using cryptic language here. He's in Babylon because there's a ministry of Jews turning to Jesus Christ there. And he says, all the saints in the church at Babylon, the elect of God, salute you. Babylon was alive and well in the time of Ezra, 75 years after the fall of the Babylonian Empire. It was alive and well, 323, at the death of Alexander the Great. It was alive and well, Acts chapter 2, on the day of Pentecost. It was alive and well, 60 years after the birth of Jesus Christ, 20 years after he had gone to heaven, when Peter went to Babylon. I'm just simply tracing Babylon down through history. Oh, we have to skip over a period of time because, see, Babylon has never been unpopulated. Do you remember? Well, maybe you don't, but I saw a program July the 25th, 1990. I remember the date because the 25th of July is our son's birthday, Rick's birthday. But I remember Diane Sawyer of uh, Primetime. She was in Baghdad in the palace of Saddam Hussein. In January, the Gulf crisis would start, but in July 25th, she's there. She's interviewing Saddam Hussein. And then what they call in television parlance, they had a cutaway and they shifted out to Babylon. She's walking down the wall. She puts her finger up. She said, you see that brick right there in the wall? That has King Nebuchadnezzar's name engraved in it. That's a original stone. She goes a little bit farther down. You see that brick right there? It has Saddam Hussein's name engraved in it. That's a replica that they're using to refurbish the city of Babylon. Babylon is alive and well. I was just with Charlie Dyer. Charlie travels and speaks here at Word of Life in our prophecy conferences. He's the head of the Bible department at Moody. He, he used to be at Dallas, number two man there, a great preacher of the gospel. Charlie and I are working on going to Babylon. It'll be his third trip. It'll be my first trip. We did some television over in Jordan and the, the minister of tourism in Jordan. You see, there was a connection, remember, in the Gulf crisis between Jordan and, and Iraq? And they have given us permission to go into Babylon with our television cameras. Charlie's getting his, everything ready. We have permission to go in there. As soon as we get permission to come out, we're going to do it. But... <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're waiting on. But Babylon is alive and well. Charlie said the Ishtar Gate stands there in all its glorious apparel. Those two 
gold-winged lions are right beside the Ishtar Gate. Ishtar Gate, the entrance to Babylon. The winged lions, the symbol of the Babylonians. It's alive and well. Diane Sawyer was there. I, I, I saw a stand-up, what, what they call a stand-up. When you see a reporter, he's standing in front of a location and he's giving a little report. I saw this just before the Gulf crisis for CBS on the morning program. He said, I'm standing here in the city of Babylon, which is being refurbished by Saddam Hussein, who thinks he is the reincarnation of Nebuchadnezzar. And thus he's building his capital. They have offered a million and a half dollar reward for anybody who can tell them how to rebuild the hanging gardens of Babylon. Babylon is alive and well. Babylon, the city, has never been destroyed. It has never been uninhabited. Thank you so very much for joining us for this look at the book. The Babylon Factor is the name, the title of a five-hour audio series that I have done that focuses on Babylon for the end times. Now, we've just thought about Babylon down through history, and we came to the understanding that Babylon has never been destroyed. It will be destroyed, and that's why the United States military is in modern-day Iraq, which, by the way, of course, is biblical Babylon. If you'd like more information along this line to have your own study, you can get your five-hour audio series entitled The Babylon Factor by calling our toll-free number. That's 877-674-3298. Now, that's toll-free from across America. Let me give it to you again, 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website and go to our shopping mall and make your order that way. The address for our website, prophecytoday.com. And the name of that five-hour audio series on CD, The Babylon Factor. I want to thank you for taking these moments to join us for this short study. May I encourage you to continue to study God's prophetic word. And as we do that together, we'll understand that the time of the rapture of the church is upon us. In fact, it could happen at any moment. And having said that, There's nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...